something that is less than it can be. Some have longed for a home in a place of inspiration. Some will fill the emptiness inside by giving it all to the things that they believe. They believe. Maybe it's just a dream in me. Maybe it's just my style. Maybe it's just the freedom that I found. But given the possibility of living up to the dream in me, you know that I'd be reaching for higher ground. Welcome to Cancelled. Uh, sorry for the delay, but we are back. We're doing another pilot episode this week. It is <sighs> okay. Let's just uh, let's just get into this. Mike McRae and Brian Gutman are here. How you doing, hey, fellas? Hey, hey guys. How's things? Other than me making you watch these fucking terrible pilots? <laughs> no, <laughs> I loved it, man. That's uh, yeah, I cannot fun. believe well, that's I, a true statement. Yeah, I, I loved I loved watching it. I don't there's as opposed to I loved the show. Gotcha. I loved, I loved seeing it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's an important distinction. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, felt yeah, the yeah. same way. Yeah. Uh all right. So the pilots for this week are Higher Ground starring John Denver oh, and North Star starring Greg Evigan. I don't know how I managed to pick the whitest television experiences of my life. Oh man! But John, okay, let's jump, let's yeah. let's start with John Denver. Yeah. Let's start with Higher Ground. Boy, I did not know who John Denver was. Now that's not Whoa. true. I knew he existed. Yes, and I was pretty sure. I broke my broken <laughs> mic stand. Just fell. I'm pretty sure he sang. Uh, Something. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, country Road. Take Me Home Country Take Me Home Country yeah. Home. Right. I know nothing else outside of that. Which, Same. Actually, yeah. I mean, I may not. Uh, uh, higher Higher Ground is a John Denver song. Yeah. Boy, is it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, a, man. Feel free to jump around. We don't need to necessarily go chronologically throughout the show. So if you have notes, just say whatever that you need song, to say. That song... Higher ground within the show yeah. might have the best comedic timing of anything in that show. <laughs> the placement of yeah, that song yeah. is always the strangest thing. I hope- and if you're gonna make a song, like there's already an awesome song by Stevie Wonder called Higher Ground. <laughs> yes, there is. Don't make a <laughs> shitty version or a it's shitty like the, song and then call it, it the it, name of an like. It's like the film negative of the Stevie Wonder because it is <laughs> yes, the right. whitest yes. song I've ever. Oh. I would say the whitest song I've ever heard. Except there's another song in this show. At one point, there's like I, a party. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I need to speak about this. Yeah, okay, okay, we'll get to it. There's yeah. a party. All right, let's set. Hold on. Let's set up the premise of the so show real fast. Uh, John Denver, uh, as you would expect, is a tough as nail as FBI agent. Uh, um, <laughs> undercover. This plot is just- he's an FBI agent who gets frustrated with the his bosses and the FBI because they're too <laughs> gung ho. Right? Like, so he's yeah, going undercover. Yeah. He's trying to get this guy who's laundering money, but he knows that this guy is like a small fish. He's in over his head. Right. And he's like, we can turn him, we can flip him, and we can get the real criminals or whatever. And his boss is like, fuck that. I don't, <laughs> he's like, I don't need people to work for me. I need bodies. Yeah. <laughs> and in the meantime, 
His old pal shows up to the FBI offices. <laughs> his, his old pal, who I believe is his, right, must be his old Los partner. Angeles. This is in Los Angeles. <laughs> they so make the a buddy comes down from Alaska just to surprise him or whatever. And says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, why don't you, th- instead of being an FBI agent, why don't you think about flying tiny fucking planes around Alaska <laughs> with me? He'd be a and bush like, pilot. Mm. Like, yeah, like, so those are the two career options. FBI agent or Bush pilot. Like, uh, that so friend, by the way, is Martin Cove, the great Martin Cove. He's uh, the leader of the Cobra Kai. You might know him from Karate Kid. That's uh, oh, wow. and Lacey. Lots and lots of fucking credits under Martin Cove's belt. There are some, there's a whole nice little slew of random actors I, in this show. There are four or John so. John Reese yes, Davies. Yes, there we go. There we Can go. Can we get to him immediately? <laughs> there are four <laughs> to five real solid actors. And then the rest of the film is clearly just populated with like community theater <laughs> troupe. <laughs> because some of like, you've got John Reese Davies chewing up scenery. Yeah. And then there's the guy who owns the diner oh. who's like, I'm making lunch. Lamb stew. Oh, oh. Lamb stew. I have that written down. <laughs> lamb stew. Um, so he uh, goes to a meet. The uh, it goes bad. He has to beat John Denver has to beat up a guy, which is just hilarious. Uh, at which point the 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 money launderer pulls a gun. John Denver knows he doesn't want to fucking shoot anybody, oh, so he's trying to talk him down. The other FBI agents show up and just fucking shoot the dude John dead. Denver talking that guy down was insanity. Because <laughs> well, I just started writing down. It was on, just guy. like, Herman, Herman, give me the gun, Herman. Please, come on, Herman, Herman. Herman. It's like the weirdest, like, no. He sounded more panicked than the guy that pulled the gun. It yeah. was the weirdest well, acting. I mean, he was also being... I had a gunpoint at him, so I guess maybe. He <laughs> but like be a the idea that he's like the cool negotiator, sure. like he's like, I had this under control, god damn it! But <laughs> rewind to ten seconds, he's like, Herm, Herman, Herman, <laughs> think about what you're doing, pal, 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 Herman. It was- uh, yeah, it's super. Uh, it's super awkward. He dies. That is what gives John. That guy dies. John Denver gets furious, quits the FBI. I quit. <laughs> goes. Here's just the craziest part. Flies. First off, the craziest part is when Martin Cove shows up. And they go on lunch to fly John Denver's plane around Los Angeles. That yeah. is not Martin Cove's plane. Because John Denver then takes that plane to Alaska. Right. So That's right. That's this Los Angeles sense. that we are supposed to believe John Denver lives in, he has a plane in lunch distance from the FBI offices that they can just... Go on a little fucking low. They're real low, by the way. They're just like right <laughs> on the tops of buildings. Uh, there's a there's like a weird lake in the middle of Los Angeles. I don't know where they filmed, but it's oh, it's right. very very poor. He then goes to Alaska. Yes. Doesn't call ahead. Yeah. Doesn't say, "Hey, were you serious about that job?" Just quits his career. Everyone's fl- thrown off guard. Flies to Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Nobody expects him. Martin Cove sees him from the ground. <laughs> Did you? Oh, you caught that too. Yeah, he Doesn't looks up he and he call goes, out to him. Yeah, he called. I, his, I can't remember if his, his name know. is something Clayton. His last yeah. name is Clayton, but I yeah. want to say it's like Jack. It might even just be John. It might <laughs> be one of those things where he's not a good enough actor <laughs> to learn a different name. The Tony Danza. Effect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he looks up and he goes Jack, and then John Denver looks down What's and gives that? him a yeah. thumbs up. That's a I'm mile not- away yeah. with two. Engine surrounding him. Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one who noticed. I that. wrote down in all caps that thumbs up through the window. Yeah. Yeah. It was brutal because also during all of this, that song is playing. Like the people listening to this have to listen to that. Yeah, high ground song. That, uh, well, it will play at the beginning of. This oh, episode. good. Oh my gosh, because oh, that is right um, on the heels of like 
that man shouldn't have died. I am out of here. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> it is a very oh, folk kind Boy. of. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you you heard it at the beginning of this yeah. episode. Uh, <laughs> there's another. There's a, like, there are so many. I mean, the, the writing is is pretty patently bad. Throughout, yeah. Uh, when he quits his job, his, the, his friend who he's like the, the lady officer who was there with him oh, yeah. looks at him and goes, "You need to cool off." And he goes, "Hmm," <laughs> as if he's thinking Alaska's cold. <laughs> cool, cool off, you say? Like it's it's so hamfisted. Yeah. Also, there's another. I I wrote down so much bullshit. Yeah. There's a moment when we first get to the FBI office. Where, like, there's, like, hubbub, people working, shit on the whatever. And then you hear someone just go, Federal Bureau of Investigations, how may I help you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the lady who opens the, all, who works the switchboard is also just in the fucking bullpen <laughs> with the agents and the detectives. <laughs> uh, there's so many like, weird choices like that. Yeah. That also just sounds like someone's calling to, like, know what they're... You know, hours are. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are close for Thanksgiving. I'm just saying, make sure you're open. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I won't commit a crime. Uh, uh, Martin Cove's wife's real mad because. Well, yeah, he should. That, oh. was the, that was the most natural thing that occurred in the thing in the whole yeah. movie is he just shows up unannounced in a fucking airplane <laughs> and she's like, "What? What the fuck?" Yeah. Expecting to like live with right? Them. Yeah, yeah. Well, and she's sort of miffed. Yeah. I'm like, "All right." Uh, and it's it's shitty too because like we're supposed to get this idea that she's like real bitchy. Yeah, no, that's a perfectly reasonable yeah. response. Yes. Well, but then he's also like, I just thought like they just. Immediately set up this, uh, they established the idea that this is a really tense marriage. Very <laughs> tense. She's mad, and then he's just like, God damn it. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. The husband he, is mad. Yeah, he's, he's mad. How he throws annoyed. some fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, this dude might yeah. just hit yeah, He's very upset. Like, uh, the business is clearly failing. Like, Martin Cove, when we yeah. meet him initially, he's like, Oh, we've got all this business coming up. I need a second plane, a second pilot. And he gets up there, and there's, they have no work. Yeah. The wife is very upset because she's like, How? I, like, I balance the books. I know what's happening. Yeah, she was uh, mad about those their, books. Their kid, <laughs> the kids. <laughs> John Denver starts bonding with that kid way too fast. Right away. Because yeah. the kid, who he has never met this man before, yeah. just goes, you know, my dad, he's like, you like fishing? And he's like, yeah, I love fishing. He used to go fishing all the time. So like, my dad used to take me fishing, but he's too busy. Can you take me fishing now? And it's like, he's just got, like, now maybe your dad they, will be. They hug? Like, like, yeah, he puts his arm around him yeah. and starts walking inside. Right, John Denver's like, of course I'll take you fishing. Yeah. He is, hey, ooh. don't be a dick. Maybe the dad, maybe now that you're here, the dad won't be so busy, you can take his fucking kid fishing. Maybe hey, that's the whole point of your job. Hey, John Denver, you know how you're an adult, too, and you know how hard it is to be a fucking adult? Why don't you have some empathy for that goddamn dad? Who's your best friend? <laughs> you're like, yeah, 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 I'll take you fishing, take you fishing, that's good. But regardless, they throw him a surprise party, <laughs> a uh, which uh, the movie uses as an opportunity to let John Denver be John Denver. And so he is playing guitar and, you know, leading this this big group singing thing of a super white song, it's, like you said. Well, the song oh, is which, about Alaska. Alaska. Right. The song is to Alaska. Yeah, it's, li- it's literally, I, I have it here somewhere. Oh, um, it is... Uh, Here's what I, what I find very funny about it. It is a John Denver song called Alaska and Me okay. that they sing in this universe, which means John Denver 
The uh, artist yeah. exists <laughs> in the world of Iron Man. Weird. <laughs> but then he's also John Denver singing the. It's right. very confusing. Yeah. Also, well, is that how white people party? By the way, Ooh, just boy. two guys with acoustic guitars, well, a bunch of sweaters. Even the kid knows all the words yeah. to that song. The kid is twelve at most, and he's when singing. When I was a kid, there was some of that that happened. Uh, was it really? Yeah. Oh man! My mom was a guitar lady. Uh, <laughs> What's great but is what, uh, I just want to say for that scene though, like they're clearly using okay. Well, you know the attraction here is John Denver. Denver. Let's have a right. John Denver. Yeah. But but in the in the plot itself, I like those people had to be thinking. Wow, this FBI agent is really good at playing folk music. <laughs> That's not something I would have expected. Yeah. Also, there's another guy also playing guitar. Well, that's like he's thing. trying to one up John Denver. That's the thing is, it starts with just that guy. There's a guy in a suit playing guitar, right. and John walks in Enters. with a guitar. He's just like, I think we all know. What. <laughs> yeah, it's like Judas Priest style, like two dueling yeah. uh, guitars. But they didn't start at the same time. John just walks in mid song. It was such a dick move. Uh, I have a note here that says, what is the chance of seeing a single black person in this show? Uh, answer that question. Z- strong zero. So zero. Strong zero. Yeah. There are a you few... You get drunk Native there, Americans. Hey, that's all you gonna, get. There are a few Native Americans who are violent and drunk immediately. Yes. Yeah, you get drunk Indian really quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never seen a show so white also manage to get racial. Yeah. Like, that was amazing. Uh, it's very strange. So the plot... We the eventual plot, by the way, eventual. They really pad out a lot of shit in this. Oh, At one God. point, they go on a. Uh, he's like, "I got to take you on your first run, so you can learn how to fly in Alaska or whatever." Right. Uh, so they're flying, and they're like, "Look at that!" And there's like an eagle. They show that you know, that fucking bird for like thirty seconds. Oh, it's like right. looping and flipping. Uh, and it's like <laughs> they get it, majesty, and that happens constantly throughout this thing, yeah. even in a moment of. There's like danger. There's like a horrible thing, and they yeah. set that up. And John has to fly a plane to get there. Yeah. Then it just turns into a five minute music Flying. video He's for just... Alaska and how beautiful it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah, just like kill a, off any of it's that like a tourism bureau it's video. Weird. And he, uh, same thing it goes for so fucking long. Yeah, it's like he flies there. Like later on, he gets a uh, after. Okay, Martin Cove is murdered. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, we'll get back to it. But he flies. He gets like, oh, there's a kayaker who's hurt. Yes. And so he, like, we're only like 10 minutes away, so I got to fly, even though I'm not like used to flying up here or whatever. Uh, they show that flight in like real time. Real time. It takes forever. It's it's, it's right. an eighth of the show. Yeah. It's that specific flight. Um, so Martin Cove finds out that he is. Now, here's what I don't understand. Yeah. Did he not know that he was fly- so we get a very when we meet the drunk Indian we find out this is a dry it's a dry county. Yes. Uh liquor is illegal here yeah. and they're flying bootleg hooch. Yeah. Did Martin Cove know that going in or did he find that out in that scene? Because it I seems think he like found it out in the that's what scene. I think we're, we're supposed to find out is that he was like he's not a bad guy, he's little and over his head, right. but now he finds out he's working for this guy McLean. Who's like the the guy? He's like the the roadhouse bad guy. I was guy just gonna movie. draw that comparison. <laughs> yeah. I was like, like yeah, he's like the a, rich guy who kind of runs this town. He's yeah. da- people know he's dangerous, but they don't know why. And people played are, by Richard Mazur, a uh, ubiquitous character actor from the eighties yeah, and nineties for I, sure. He's been I, in a hundred. I looked yeah. him up, and it was like it's not like one thing you know him from, but right. it's like oh, he, everything. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, he goes and says, you know, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. He says, I don't like lawbreakers. You know, <laughs> yes. he goes, I don't like breaking the law, and I don't like <laughs> lawbreakers. Law yeah. Ugh. 
they uh, to Mark to uh, the guy that guy owns like the plane. He's like he owes payments on that plane yeah. to this guy or whatever. Uh, that guy sets him up, kills him, and that's going to be the main crux theoretically of this show is John Denver solving his friend's murder. Uh, that being said, there is no solving to be done. <laughs> we know immediately what happened, so we just have to wait for John Denver to catch up. It's not very – there's no tension in that. Right. And and John's not even looking for. He kind of knows real soon too. Yeah, he just doesn't have a way to prove it. So we're, right. everyone is on the same page, and we just have to watch almost nothing unfold. I, yeah, I'd like to point out. Backtracking just a little bit, there was a line I wrote down. Yeah. Before he got murdered, where like there was a scene where like his wife is also a pilot, right. and they were all flying around together, and you know they're communicating over there. Oh, is this the, oh. And, yeah, and he goes, uh, she was she was. Uh, uh, commenting that he was like kind of right behind her and he goes baby with a tail like that with a tail like yours I'd follow you anywhere <laughs> talking about the tail of her plane ostensibly yeah, no, but, but like her geez. ass clearly <laughs> and also there's people around man yeah, that's gross kid, kids, kids listening it's fucking real gross your real friends gross. Uh-huh. so the dude is set up but the setup is so bad where he yeah, shows up dumb. to that guy like hey man I'm not doing this anymore or whatever and that yeah. the McLean guy is like He's he calls like, oh, me like, yeah, man, I get it. It's fine. By the way, can you go to this remote location yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just kind of hang out? We need to pick up a, a book. There's <laughs> a guy who needs a book shipped. So, like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Mo- and I just love that. Uh, God, what did I write down? I know I'm a knife sharp. Oh, because he's just sharpening a knife the whole yeah. time. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, hey, just go pick up some uh, some innocent shit for me. I just love where it's like, I know I'm this knife sharpening criminal. And you just told me to fuck off, but let's be good now. Also, being good. That's all right. Right. I do have to say, bootlegging. It's 1988. Am I supposed to really buy this as like a serious crime? Yeah. Well, that's what it's like. I guess like maybe the tax stamps or something. I don't. It's it's a dry county, which just means you have to go. It'd be like in like if you lived in like uh, Utah or whatever, and you had to like cross the fucking county line to get booze. Right. Except it's Alaska, so it's like. But you're allowed to bring it back. Further line or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All I can think of is. They do have a lot of it, though. They have a lot of booze. When we find the fucking, like, the stash, there's a thousand cases of booze. You guys just put a distillery in a fucking boat? Tanker (laughs) shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because underneath of that boat is so deep. It's so big. It's It's a huge boat. Well, it's such a big boat, and it's so much liquor, that when that fucking... They load the liquor onto a plane, and the plane can't take off because (laughs) it gets shot at a couple times. Oh, yeah. Can we talk... Okay. By all means, we can jump around as much as we want. That scene... So what they're they're loading up this plane to bad guys to like take off, and uh, uh, with all the booze in it, and right. the guy, th- uh, yeah. So he sees through his binoculars that the the cops are coming in boats towards him. So he's like, "All right, hurry, get out of here!" So yeah, he gets yeah, the yeah. guy. So the plane, so the bad guy plane just starts kind of going down the water fast. Yeah, yeah. And the cops are chasing him, like at no point. And this ended, by the way, with. Plane being unable to take off because it's overweighted, and it hits a tree and just blows it's, the fuck. It, it hits no a very thin dead tree. By yes. the way, it's a bunch of dead. There's no branches or trees, and it explodes in the biggest yeah, fireball. Independence Day explosion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. At no point did the police officers identify themselves <laughs> or bullhorn. <laughs> that, like, hey, freeze! They, they had no idea that this just wasn't a pl- like a. 
They Some just, guy taking off. They just chased a plane into destruction yeah. without going through any kind of proper, like... Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's... they even know that was the right... John... <laughs> like, it was the most reckless thing. John Reese davies <laughs> plays by his own rules. Uh, but John Reese davies plays the... Uh, the uh, sheriff of this small Alaskan town yeah. uh, with a sick Welsh accent. Oh, right, man. and he's supposed to be Scottish. They, they the make thing. a point. Of, I will give the show Terrible. at least this a little about. And at least a lot of things like this, like every Schwarzenegger movie in the world, right. he's like a cop in Chicago. They make no effort to explain why yes. there's a fucking yeah, yeah, Austrian yeah. accent, right? right? At least they give us the line of like, when I was a young man, I moved here from Scotland to chase my fortune, and right. now I'm a cop. All right, you know, at least try to explain <laughs> right. it away. Yeah. Uh, granted, I like they just don't think Americans know what Welsh is, so they went with Scottish. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. And it, but he, it, there, there were a few moments we could tell tell he was trying to do a Scottish accent and it was terrible <laughs> and then there was other times he wasn't and this guy's great because the year before like no one can like Hollywood just couldn't decide what nationality this sure. man was the very year before this he played a Russian guy yeah, in, yeah. Uh, in Living Daylights, oh, Living Daylights yeah. and then the very year after this he was an Egyptian <laughs> in The Last Crusade well he's got like Tony Shalhoub yeah, vague ethnicity ethnic, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where you're like whatever you're brown you can right. just be Greek or right. Arab or no one cares you're brown and you have a resume yeah yeah, yeah. um there's lamb stew. He, there is so much horseshit. Yes. This move. This is. This was clearly a two-hour pilot. The YouTube link is like an hour and thirty-five minutes. Yeah. So you figure commercials come out of it. There is. I, if you watch the YouTube link, there is a uh, like random commercial. Yes, there occasionally. is. Occasionally, yeah. the only black person in the hour and thirty-five minutes is oh, a was nerd AT&T and a commercial for AT and T. Yes, is this black nerd who's like, why don't you do that much business? You start to meet your customers and then become more than customers. Oh God, that was. A highlight. <laughs> yeah. Black nerd. Yeah. There's that's it. There's a bunch of weird uh moments where like so the kid the Martin Cove is murdered, the kid's like upset. John Denver is just counting the minutes before he can fuck that guy's wife. No question. Uh the kid is like pretty quick yes. to be like, hey, just be my dad, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, uh there's though we meet the Indians, the Native Americans, First Nation, I believe is what we're supposed to call them. Uh, white people really love writing dumbass dialogue for Native Americans. <laughs> At one point, they're in the woods, like they're looking, they're out in the woods after the murder or whatever. The yeah. two Native American dudes and the Native American lady, and he's like, "What are you thinking about?" And he goes, "I'm thinking about how we used to come here as we were kids, talk to the raven, yeah. talk to the killer whale." Oh yeah, in the woods. <laughs> I get the raven, kind of, but the killer whale. Yeah, what? It's. So like, there's that like white dialogue for Indians is all for Native Americans, or, or Indians from India for that matter is always like weird spiritual horseshit. Right. Yeah, where it's like, yeah. These guys are just bootleggers. Yeah, they don't have to just <laughs> also not, then be medicine right. men. Yeah, right. They're not always thinking about nature. They're <laughs> yeah. probably occasionally thinking about other shit. <laughs> yeah, it really fucking annoyed me. Um, there's a lot of weird lines of dialogue where like. Uh, John Denver's trying to get John Reese Davies to do more investigations, uh, and he's like, "Yo, I, you should uh, put the uh, McLean under uh, surveillance." That and is he goes, a temperate zone mentality. <laughs> well, fuck you! Right. Yeah, yeah, I wrote it down as well. Fuck you, John Reese Davies. That is a 
cop mentality. That is just basic police work. And I get that you don't have, like, if you meant, look, man, we don't really have the side. It's me and this other dude. We're the whole police force. We can't really put him under fucking surveillance. Right. Which well, I'm very surprised then by the end, because literally the whole time it's him and, like, that blonde cop who pokes his head and be like, hey, you got a phone call yeah, or whatever. Right. Yeah. And then at the end when they show up to catch that plane, <laughs> swarm 50 fucking oh, times. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very strange. We... <laughs> John Denver has to beat up a couple people. Uh, he goes off into the woods in a light jacket in Alaska, which I enjoy. Uh, he has like a light, like members only jacket to go off into the woods of Alaska. Yeah, uh, where he is trying to find one of the bootleggers who he thinks is like. Where we've come to see that he's yeah, like, what's his name? Link, Link is his name. Link, right. Link. yes. Uh, who he's trying to like get to turn because he knows, like for whatever reason he thinks this guy is okay. I don't know why he does, but he is. <laughs> he turns out to be like tell him where the liquor is and whatnot. Yeah, and that leads us to our big confrontation. Um, I know there was like murder and shit involved, but did there feel like there were any stakes at all ever in this fucking <laughs> Not thing? Not really. No. Like, uh, yeah, it was it was a confusing plot. Like, it, I. It was just trouble more, figuring out what these people intended. Yeah, this it just to felt be. more like a grudge. Yeah, kind of. But then yeah. also a grudge with no. no it's f- not like a blood feud where it should be because your best friend and, and the partner right. who saved your life. We get a whole thing where he tells. It's not even a good story, by the way. The kids pissed. The kids upset. <laughs> oh. His dad is dead, and he's like oh. trying to tell him. He's like, you know, your dad saved my life once. There was a thief. Yeah. He wanted to kill me. Your dad saw him first, and you know. Took him out. Took, Took him, him out. out. Took him out. That's the whole story. He, and it's like, maybe stop talking about murder to this child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just had his dad murdered. Yeah, your dad was a good guy. He uh, shot a man right in front of me just uh, <laughs> to break up a fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, At the end, there's one of my favorite tropes but uh, in, in these types of movies, but a particularly egregious one, where like in the final shootout, Link gets... Shot in the fucking chest. <laughs> yeah, for certain. Clocked out, <laughs> yeah. and is like he s- survives till the end of the fight. Uh, and then you know they show him on a stretcher with a you know bag of what do you call it IV, yeah, in him yeah, and, yeah. and they're like wheeling him to uh, the ambulance. Right. And and then John Denver wants to talk to him. Sure. So no, yeah. we stop. We stop yeah, the stretcher yeah. for a while. <laughs> and there's a, a few minutes of dialogue sure. there. And then they slowly, get him to the <laughs> fucking hospital now! Yeah, he got lungs. shot in the chest! <laughs> <laughs> there is no time for chit-chat! He put a, here's another thing. He says to him, like... Uh, what's going to happen to me or whatever? And John never goes. I'll make sure everyone knows the truth. You'll be fine. <laughs> Is the truth that he was a bootlegger who was involved in a murder? I don't think John Denver can just get you off. It, it seems crazy. Yeah. Uh, there's also a line there. Yeah, at the so end. he stops him to lie to him <laughs> on the way. To the there's also a line at the end where, like, it's like you know they're putting him in the ambulance. There's sort of like. The aftermath of a giant plane explosion, whatever, cops are walking around. Uh, and you, like, he's talking to the sheriff. They have a little back and forth. And then you hear on the radio someone go, We need an ambulance at such and such, at, you know, such, and such a lodge. There's been a hunting accident. We have a gunshot wound. And I was like, Oh, is this going to factor in? Is this like right, no. the kid or something? Like, this is going to all tie together? No, that's just, just they make a chatter. point of letting you hear that for zero reason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's very strange. It was, that was really bizarre. And it was so pronounced in that moment yeah, yeah it's very loud you absolutely think where it's like maybe that was a deleted scene or something yeah it was really bizarre there's a lot of weird 
Mo- like there's a moment where he goes to where like John Reese Davis is telling him like fucking stop getting in the way you're not you know I'm trying to do my job blah 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 and John Denver's like we're on the same team uh, sir you are an unemployed bush pilot <laughs> you are not on a team you are just a fucking weirdo who yeah. moved to Alaska you, on a whim th- yeah this is the second day you've been in town <laughs> because, because you threw a temper tantrum at work that's essentially yeah. like, like you ruined your life because of one impulsive <laughs> Bad day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, then, there's another. There's a moment where the wife, right, right, uh, where the kid gets upset. The wife. Uh, it's after the death, and the wife is like, "Yeah, hey, let's go check the fish traps or whatever." And they pull up a trap, and in it are two dead crabs <laughs> and a very dead fish. <laughs> they pull them out of the water. There is a fish that came from a grocery store twenty minutes before the shoot. It's just <laughs> laid across these two fucking dead crabs. Also, I'm just now realizing. That this guy, this disgruntled ex-FBI agent, rolls into town, his friend shows up, like, no one investigates John Denver? Nope. Like, they cut. No oh, one thinks, yeah. Here's this guy that, like, gets real invested in everyone's shit. Yeah. He's obviously, like, this guy that can't handle the FBI. He comes in town, the person he's closest with... Gets killed. He stays with the wife. Yeah. No one looks into this guy's oh, fucking deal. Man, we also point. we also find out that McLean, who's like the bad guy, yeah. the guy is like the, all the money. He's like opening. He's got some land deal coming. He's going to open these lodges or whatever. There's a bunch of weird bullshit talk about that that never really goes anywhere. Yeah. But like later on, like so, John Denver he's going. You know, this guy's a bad guy. Like he's he's bootlegging loot, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then eventually, like twenty minutes before the end of the movie. John Reese Davis just like does a background check on the bad guy and finds out he was arrested <laughs> and did time for selling cocaine and then moved here. And it's like, maybe if you had checked into that, I don't know, three days ago, we could have fucking avoided a lot of this horseshit. He doesn't public record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All he did was check. He didn't like, oh, you know, it's Alaska. So they, if they had done a sign like, it's Alaska, we don't have fax machines yet, so it's going to take a while. We've got to wait for the mail plane the mail. to come in or some bullshit. <laughs> we got to write a letter. Uh, this sounds like some temperament shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Temperate zone bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep uh, your temperate zone crap. <laughs> Go back to the Arctic lower zone. 48. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of yeah. you guys in the lower 48. Yeah, is that an Alaskan insult? I guess. There's also a lot there of is- like... Everyone in Alaska is very. It's the idea of like the rugged individual of right. like we moved here because we're different and we want to have this like special place that's not like the rest of the country or whatever. Yeah. But you're just like every fucking hick town I've ever seen. Absolutely, it's a bunch of hillbillies. <laughs> and it's funny because a year after this came out, Northern Exposure came out, which yeah, did the yeah, opposite. Yeah. Oh, we're all a bunch of tweed, like, little hippie, like, like <laughs> weird sprite people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, With, like, thick coats. Huge Northern Exposure fan, by the way. Yeah, no, it was great. I loved it. Uh... There was a whole... This whole period of time, there was this growing interest in the Pacific Northwest. Sure. This... uh, X-File shot a lot up there. Northern Exposure. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, for sure. Well, there was a bit of, like... Yeah, yeah. Well, it is, like, visually... Like a very beautiful place to yeah. shoot, and then also oh, like a kind of intimidating looking place. The trees are all super yeah, big, absolutely. everything's very dense. So I get the idea, but then also you lose all of that when you just set it in a town. You know what I mean? Yes. Like they yeah. don't. There's no real right. You're just going to the store. He goes to shit. the woods at one point to find Link because Link's out checking his fur traps or whatever. Right. Which is so weird because like part of this business is like. Part of this town is like, oh, people have planes, and we do whatever. And then there's also just, like, the guy checking his fox traps in the woods. (laughs) Uh, He goes to find him, 
and he does. He finds him so. <laughs> there's, there's no like. <laughs> you would think there'd be a thing where like, oh, this guy doesn't know. They keep saying like, you don't know what you're getting into. This is a different world up here. Blah right. blah. So you think it's gonna be a thing where he gets lost in the woods and then Link has to find him and save him. That's what I was That thinking. kind of establishes that Link is a good guy or whatever. No, he just finds him in the woods and then yeah, that was all right. Well, I'm just going to. Oh shit, Link! There you are. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just finds his cabin. <laughs> Not hard at all. Nope. He doesn't even zip up his coat. <laughs> just a little open jacket. Uh, the movie ends. With uh, John, like John Denver, uh, fixes an old plane that they have. Like, I we're assume we're supposed to believe that, like the plane hasn't worked in a long time. Or oh, whatever. right. And like he turns it over and it starts, and everyone's like, "Yeah!" And the wife, the wife's like, "See, we're gonna be just fine." And then him and the kid do this fucking do the- real double thumbs up, like real like ha ha. Yeah. Double thumbs up, freeze frame credits. Yeah. It's the most hokey thing I've ever seen. Uh, I couldn't tell. Is he is he with her? Well, that's what I don't understand because it, it like she says to the kid at one point, like, look, we're always gonna love dad. Right. Like, yes, we've that's always what made me think dad, that. But you know, Jack's here now or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Here's the other thing I don't understand. This movie this is a TV movie that was supposed to be a pilot right. introducing a TV show. What is possibly episode two. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? I was yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he's, no, I do. Okay, but now what I guess episode two is be about? he's just a bush pilot at this point. So now right. is just, it just about him flying, flying and saving people and I, stopping? I don't know if yeah, he's like, but at some point, leggers like what other what other crime? <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like Shield. It just goes deeper and deeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a town of sixty he's people in the middle of nowhere. Corruption. Right. It's not even like an old west where there's a guy that can stroll through town. Right. 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 Also, he's. Uh, we established pretty early that he is terrible at delivering things. I don't know if you caught this, but him and Martin Cove are flying. It's the first time we're gonna like he's like showing him how to fly in Alaska. Which also, I want to say, isn't it just kind of like flying everywhere else? <laughs> I don't understand why flying in Alaska is some crazy thing that you can't do. Right? If you've never like it's just right. you're it's just that sky. <laughs> like I don't think there's that much of a difference. Um, but he says, "Look, we got to stop. We got to deliver these medical supplies." Uh, they are they're flying these like seaplanes where they land on the water. They land on the water. They start unloading these boxes directly into the water. The water yeah. They just yeah. hit cardboard boxes. They're just dropping them and in the goes, fucking lake. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> very dismissive. Like here's your fucking medicine. <laughs> it just pills dissolving. I made me laugh so yeah. hard. <laughs> they fucking. Uh, anyway, so this was real terrible. I don't know how it could possibly be another thing. Whatever. If you guys yeah. have other shit to say, so please. Since let me know. this was on YouTube, did you read any comments? Oh no. YouTube did comments? you? I wrote down two okay <laughs> one of them said i watch this every night oh jesus christ that was like the beginning of their thing i just wrote that that's down. terrifying and then the second one from what? jeremy Harmon, if you're out there listening <laughs> said the movie that got me into flying this is like this movie meant a lot to yeah, yeah, yeah. i also kind of feel like if there's one takeaway you can get from this whole thing, yeah. it's that yeah, flying seems pretty cool. Like, yeah. it's real pretty up there. Yeah, right. You, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't seem dangerous at all because there's <laughs> never a moment. There's a, When he goes to rescue that kayaker, she's like, you're not experienced up here. There's no way you should be yeah. doing this. And he's like, well, I have to risk it because we're the closest people and yeah. we're going to want to help. Then he just flies there, no problem, lands. It's not even an issue. Speaking well, do like, we want to talk about the unspoken, very grim thing here? I would like to, please. John Denver died in a fucking in plane a, crash. A plane yeah, crash. right. Uh, that I, is I looked true. on Wikipedia. I kind of forgot about that. It was an experimental plane of his own design. 
No. So. No. He yeah. designed the plane. Wow. That's what it said. That, I mean, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you can take a glance. No, I believe you. That's. Did it run on, like, shitty folk music? Like, I don't understand why. <laughs> it it's... ran on milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, a higher ground was so the was... whole time I'm watching this. Yeah, I'm like, this is weird. Like, that is a little now. Strange. Here we go. Ripple effect. Do we think that this show, Higher Ground, made him so confident <laughs> in his, his piloting abilities? abilities. Oh, He's like, I'm gonna wow. draw my own motherfucking plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, how hard is this being? Look, you put some wings. There's a fucking thing over here. This thing spins. If Alaska's yeah, hard, I got this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Also, I don't know why my John Denver was like an Italian from the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, you got a fucking wing over here. This hey, thing spins. Hey, you got lift, thrust, drag, the four arrows. I love that bang, fucking six you, you got a plane. Uh-huh. Bam, um, zoom to the moon. I'm John Denver, bitch. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm fucking. I'm isolating that audio. I am John Denver, bitch. <laughs> Uh, uh, let's move on mm-hmm. to our second pilot. Oh, sure, my. sure. North Star. North Star. Oh, it's 1986, wow. and Greg Evigan is launching himself towards stardom. Greg Evigan would go on to be the cool dad in My Two Dads. My two dads. Grew a and, beard and got famous, and not much else. Yeah. Greg Evigan's oh, career. Bro. Uh, but that, uh, can we just talk real quickly about what a weird fucking show My Two Dads was? Did you watch? Were you around I, for My I Two Dads? I watched that growing up. I watched it growing up for sure. Here's the premise of My Two Dads: a little girl yes. goes to court, Never and a judge that. says, "Hey, your mom died. She was a huge whore. Uh, one of these guys is your dad. We're not sure." So you're going to live with both of them. <laughs> Television wow. series. It's, That's right. I never really thought so, about that. But it's like, so weird. Wow. It's like he could have been... And this came out right about the time I'm learning about the birds and the bees. And that's like... Really? So yeah. I see a premise of the show. Like she's banged a bunch of dudes. And does, like these are the two like top suspects. And a judge sentenced them. And that judge... <laughs> He'll live like, all right, you all need to move in. Like, yeah, judge, yeah, 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 yeah. A judge can't do that. And that judge was a recurring character in the show. She, kept little, she was like, 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 like yeah, she would give her like, advice all the time. And yeah. Shit. It was, it was like, like, very strange. part of their life. Like, none of it was. Wow. By the way, I kind of shit on Greg Evigan unfairly. The man worked quite a bit post My Two Dads. Oh, okay. He kind of still does. No. Uh, he's been a, he was in a TV a series, fella. Tech War, uh, which I believe was based on books written by William Shatner. Uh, right. He did a bunch of Melrose plays. Well, was it a show uh, called BJ and the Bear or something? That was before. I think that predates. Yeah, that was a, him and a monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Seventh Heaven, something called Family Rules. He's in like a few episodes of Bones, CS Miami. Wow. The man's still working. All right. So good for fucking. Uh, yeah. Good for Greg Evigan. Oh, yeah. he was in a movie called Deep Star Six that I enjoyed that was like Alien but Under the Water. It's pretty fun. Oh yeah! This Wait. movie, by the way, not fun. Okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> Greg Evigan plays an astronaut. By the way, okay, so it's called North Star. Yeah. He plays an, an astronaut named Jack North. I don't know why <laughs> you had to do that in the eighties, where like yeah. you had to just name the character part of the title. By the way, Peter North's website is also North Star. <laughs> well played. Also, we're old. I don't think people know who Peter North is anymore. So well. cheers. Don't, uh, don't Google it. 
<laughs> uh, I will say we Peter get a North black also- guy right away in, in North Star. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Peter North. Uh, I was going to say that also he went to similar story. He went to space, came back with <laughs> superpowers as well. Shooting an immense amount of semen. <laughs> um, You're right. There was a black. Although, you know, my thought at the time was just based on science fiction, the 80s. I'm like, that black dude's going to die in five minutes. And he just disappears he doesn't die we just never see yeah, him again when, yeah. that black guy by the way ken foray uh he's in dawn of the dead a ton of fucking like oh, 70s horror 80s oh, horror he's been nice. around forever he's in uh, a bunch of those like rob zombie later years like yeah fucking horror movies oh, okay nice. cool i uh, love ken foray uh so i was like oh pump this is dope he's in this movie it's gonna be great he's got like three lines we never <laughs> see him again uh our hero jack north is doing a uh, so it opens in space they're on the space shuttle. There, he's doing a space walk, like where you're out in, the, in just in like a suit in space, right? To get a picture of the eclipse. <laughs> yeah, it's unclear why that. Uh, yeah, none he's, of that makes sense. He has to. He's like the people in the spaceship are like, okay, T minus whatever. They're like real take, taking it serious, and he's just in there like bebopping and scatting and singing. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, oh, oh that's Jack North. He's a real cowboy or whatever the fuck they say. Uh... I think the implication is he's sort of dumb before this happens. Yeah, also, yeah. Sort of I do this. think that's supposed to be what they're implying, yeah. which is funny because he's an astronaut. Yeah, I they know. don't just take dumb astronauts. Right. This isn't like the Marines, <laughs> where you can be kind of dumb, but then also drive a boat. You're in fucking yeah. space. Yeah. You're all scientists. Yeah, 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 yeah. But one of them is a real nerd. <laughs> there's like the black guy. There's this guy who's like singing rock songs, and he's all cool. Yeah. And then the, his friend. It's just got big, thick Geraldo Rivera. That's what I wrote down, yes. Yeah, I, I mean, think it looks like John Holmes, which ties back into the Peter North oh, of it all. Oh, weird. Um, Maybe that's the theme. So, he's in space. He's trying to take a picture of this thing. Uh, an alarm goes off in the spaceship for some sort describe. of solar <laughs> yeah. anomaly, they say. I don't know what that means. Uh, he's like, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening? The... A bunch of lasers shoot out of the sun yeah. that go into his eyes through the camera. That would be an anomaly. Uh, I mean, <laughs> and that is. Does the sun I wish we could. And wish, that is uh, what happens. Yeah. I am not like, oh, this is a funny version of. This is a step by step version yeah. of what happens. No, no, you are not. Yeah. I uh, wish we could describe the camera he pulls out too. It's it's big. Kind, it, it's well it looks like uh, it, uh like in a Lego set like cartoonishly yeah. simple yeah, and yeah, yeah. enormous. Well, I do kind of get that because I think the idea for a lot of shit in space, and I'm almost certainly making this up, <laughs> is. Not a lot of moving parts, right? right? Everything up there is supposed to be real simple, so it does like it, you don't want shit to break because you're stuck or whatever. Right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay, it's got a big clunky old camera or yeah. whatever. I'm more concerned about what that camera does to sun lasers <laughs> that refract into his eyeballs <laughs> because when he lands, like he gets knocked out. Yeah. they have to rescue him. Uh, he wakes up on on Earth a couple days later. Uh, he's fine, ostensibly. Everything yeah. seems okay. Take uh, off his eyes, and then it all yeah, seems yeah, normal. Oh, they have that great reveal where they have the gauze gauze strap, yeah. and they unwind it to just reveal gauze pads. It's like yeah. it's like an airplane when he takes the sunglasses <laughs> off and just has more sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he go. They go. Oh, let's go get some lunch. <laughs> Which I feel like they probably could have just got him lunch at the fucking hospital, but fine. <laughs> right. 
Uh, he walks outside, the sun hits his eyes, and he's like, "Wow!" He freaks out, yeah. because we find out the premise of the show is that now, when the ultraviolet rays of the sun hit his eyes, he gets the worst superpowers <laughs> on the planet. He, so uh, he gets to be good at math. He, <laughs> he gets smarter. He gets smarter. Uh, to be fair, okay, what they actually say is... <laughs> yeah. That he now has the IQ of 1,000. I wrote that down. Even. 1,000 even. Not 1,001. No, no, no. 1,012. 1,000 even, which I am certain. I have done no research, but I am very confident in saying the IQ test does not go the to 1,000. That doesn't measure that high. This is not a thing. There's no way you can have an IQ of 1,000. And they also established that a lot of his intelligence is actually just he can remember things mm-hmm. now. So, like, whatever you... like, I remember all the science yeah. books I should have... Yes. I read that I should know, but I yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah. Oh, oh, my favorite part was, like, <laughs> I, the, they, the montage of him discovering his powers. Like, uh, they, well, they discovered I could solve extremely hard equations faster than a computer. And... He's just writing them out on a fast. Not faster than a computer. There's dryer out faster than fucking electrons going through a circuit. He was just like times two, like fast forward your VCR on two. That's how fast he was writing. That's not faster than a computer. At one point, it's not faster than the first computer. They say at one point, so when he first, when it first hits his eyes, he freaks out. He's like, oh, I gotta get back inside, I gotta get back inside. But there's like a keypad locked on the door. Yeah. Nine numbers or whatever, and he just like they, there's a thing where his powers happen where it goes into this weird like kind of computerized vision. It's like kind of colored in lines, yeah. and he just starts plugging in numbers, plugging in numbers, and eventually he gets in and they're like, oh, it's over a hundred thousand uh, possible fucking combinations or whatever. Yeah. And the later he says like he broke your unpenetrable uh, lock in under five seconds. For starters, he absolutely did not. I watched that scene. It took like at least 25 seconds. It took a long time. They kept cutting back to him fucking typing in numbers. And two, it's not unpenetrable. It is a nine-digit keypad. It's not special. It's fucking... I get that it's 86 or whatever, so the technology isn't great. Much like we were supposed to be impressed by the fact that he invented what is, I guess, supposed to be... Like a video chat, but right. it's just oh, yeah. it's just television. <laughs> they just invented broadcasting, which is a thing that already exists. Yeah. He he escapes, so he gets uh, he gets locked down in this facility eventually, uh, and he escapes because he's trying to figure out who murdered his friend. By the way, the Geraldo. nerd Geraldo Rivera, the nerd guy, <laughs> oh, gets God. murdered. Uh, so he goes and he sets up this secure link or whatever back to the base so he can talk to his colonel. But it's literally just a, a camcorder pointed at him, one pointed at his friend, and then it comes up on a TV. It's just cable. I'm not right. impressed. Yeah. You're fucking super genius. And also, did anyone else find it weird that when he finds this gruff colonel that's in charge, when he finally video chats with him, the colonel's wearing a smock and painting still white? <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, that came out of no. Why? What? Uh, As he watches sports. Yeah. By the way, that colonel yeah, yeah. is the dad from Dharma and Greg. Uh, uh, that's right. Oh, two other uh, uh, character actor shout-outs, if I could. By all means. Mason Adams, uh, the old uh, who guy the old, who ends the, up being the, the villain, villain yeah. mm-hmm. who was the voice of Schmuckers in the 80s, too. Yeah, yeah. With really? a name oh, like Schmuckers, yes, it has, has to, to be good. good. Yeah. Wow. And uh, Robin Curtis, who played uh, the widow of his friend. Sure. 
Uh, she was Savick in Star Trek Three. Oh wow! And Kirstie Alley didn't return, return as from Savick. Th- yeah, yeah, yeah. They recast her as that girl, Robin Curtis. Wow. Also in Good this movie, the ba- uh, the sort of muscle bad guy. You're, uh, you're yeah, right. The, was that? that was Sonny Landham, who you would know as the big Indian. <laughs> I'm not supposed to use that word in from Predator Cuckoo? and fuck no from Predator and um, uh, 48 Hours. Oh, wow. um, he did. He was like the big wow. tough okay. Indian guy. Like he's wow. the guy in Predator who like cuts his chest and is like yeah. for me or whatever. Oh, wow. Who would grow? Who would go on to become a giant racist lunatic? <laughs> uh, he became like he started trying to run for like conservative office and was, was like a wild fucking <laughs> racist. Like he like started yelling about like Arabs. And killing all the Arabs and calling them camel dung shovelers and shit. Yeah, it's like real crazy. Wow. Um, Oh, man. So the other problem with Jack North's super, by the way, Jack North and Peter North (laughs) is very solid. Um, First off, when we find, so he goes back inside. It's very fraught with problems. We then get, out of nowhere, we get, uh, like, now the show has voiceover. Like, there was oh, no voiceover yeah. at all. And then all of a sudden, once he gets, like, back in the lab, and they're, oh, they're doing all these tests. They're the, like, they say show, don't tell when you're writing a thing. This is tell, show a little bit. <laughs> because it's just five minutes of him talking about all the shit he can do, which he can't do. And then cuts to her, the, the doctor, yeah. talking it, like, doing voiceover herself, but, like, into a tape recorder or whatever. Oh, for another, man. like, three minutes. Yeah. It's so much talking <laughs> to find out that here's what he can do. He gets kind of smart. Yeah. I hear a thousand. He can run pretty fast. He gets kind of strong. It takes a long time for him to rip through that fence. He builds up. Why did he just jump over that uh, goddamn fence? I could climb that fence. It's not high. (laughs) I'm fat, and I could easily climb that fence in the time it took him to rip through it. Right, he had to rip through a chain fence. Let's back up for this this scene happened. Okay, they're on a giant military base. (laughs) Uh, He and the redheaded lady are by the fence of the perimeter, and they just watch two guys on motorcycles (laughs) drive up to a car right in front. This is daylight, right in front of a military base, and take a giant baseball bat. (laughs) And tire iron to smash his window open and start looking for shit. And he's like, hey, get away from that car. They're on either side of the fence. The guy's like, like, hey, "Hey, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. At which point he then starts. He goes and start. Like he takes off his. Okay, so they gave him sunglasses to yeah. block the UV that keeps him from going oh, crazy. Okay, now Do those glasses look cool, like uh, Cyclops <laughs> or X Men? No, they make him look like a Florida retiree. Yeah. I wrote about these glasses. He looked. Remember Jerry Seinfeld's dad? That, yeah, 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 Seinfeld? yeah, 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 That's yeah. what those glasses look like. Uh, which I find so like. You, you said Greg Evans is a very handsome man. Let's take the lead oh, of our movie right. and put him in fucking blue blockers for half the time. <laughs> fucking terrible decision. So he takes off the glasses so he can get superpowers. Right. Takes him a good minute to rip through that fence easily. And his arms are, I don't know what's Bul- happening. Yeah. They're kind of bulging. They just look like they're getting stung by bees. I he also makes a bunch of weird like... cum noises while he's doing it. I wrote down at the end of this, it's like he's a retarded Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... It is, yeah, it's awkward. He then is able to chase the motorcycle. He can run as fast as a motorcycle. Right. Which he never utilizes ever again. Never uses, never utilizes again. Also, what we find out in the scene is that he can only have these superpowers for like two minutes. Maybe. Two and a half. Maybe. Later, it's like 30 seconds. When, at the end yeah. of the movie, when he has it, he almost dies immediately. Right. Uh, there's so many, yeah, there's so many weird rules. It seems ineffective. Yeah. Like, 
So the thing is, like, one, a little a bit of a little bit of exposure to the sun makes him smart, makes him strong. Yeah. A little bit more, he starts losing it, and then if he goes into the red. <laughs> We find out that his brain will catch on yeah, fire, and his head, and they show and so the bad. There's this terrible they fucking make this mock up of him, like this rubber man. <laughs> which I wrote down like they work fast. <laughs> this guy, yes. this has been a situation for twelve <laughs> hours. Yeah, 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 they, figured, yeah. they figured it out to a T. They built a replicant of him with right. like a brain and everything exposed, so you and can know see exactly what, what will happen if this continues. This thing that they barely even just saw well, happen. There's also a great line that I love where when he comes to after the initial exposure to the sun after like the not in space but when he when he first figured out his powers yeah when he comes to they go don't worry about it we got one of the top experts on this on sun <laughs> laser caused superpowers <laughs> that guy did his fucking thesis on sun powers this guy's like, I've been waiting for this right, to happen yeah. in real life for two decades I've been homeless for 20 years yeah yeah uh, um, so we find out that his friend uh, the old guy, the Smuckers guy, is the expert. He comes in. We find out later his friend, uh, Geraldo Rivera, has been working on some project with him yeah. to like expand, like give people I'm ten more years on of an life. enzyme that'll expand life, life expectancy or whatever. Yeah. Um, he shows up and like, "Oh, the patent went through. Great." And his friend goes, "Oh, well, you you know, you promised me two percent of that patent, so that's awesome." He's dead immediately. <laughs> they don't. There is no. Like scene where he has to go meet a guy and there's shadows and oh who done it. We get a very hard cut to a jogger who finds a Walkman and then looks over a cliff and his body's just down there. Yeah. Uh, We find out like he goes with the wife. The wife's like, I don't think it was an accident. The police think it was an accident. He goes there and he does (laughs) some sort of child science experiment. Oh yeah, that was very. Where he just uh, like burns dirt. He takes a piece of glass, some sticks, he puts dirt in this glass, he lights the glass, like a fire under the glass, and he's able to like spectrograph what's right, in yeah, the dirt. Yeah, yeah. And That's he's like, what I, was for. what I love very much is like zinc, uh, potassium, we've got quartz, oh, damn it. Yeah. Blood. <laughs> I don't think blood is just an ingredient. Like, the other ones are all elements and minerals. Oh, yeah, and you're right. Just blood. Yeah, ah, some like, of this dirt's made uh, out of blood. He laughs so hard. Yogurt. Like, no, that's like a bunch of things. We would be, and uh, so we find out like there's blood up above where he fell, where there shouldn't be yet if he had just fallen. Right. So that's foul play is involved. Right. We would be remiss <laughs> if we did not bring up the incredibly uncomfortable. Relationship yes. between our hero this Jack is North, my theme the, the emotional oh. creep, uh, oh. and the doctor, uh, red lady. lady. Please tell us your theme my- now. So, just so we're clear. He immediately there's this, like when he first meets her he's like hooked up to like fucking machines or whatever oh, and like his heart starts beating fast like his pulse goes up or whatever and it's like okay fine sure then like that's it their whole interaction is that and then like they're running some tests on him. And then they're out for a walk on this base, and he's like, hey, you want to go somewhere or whatever? And she's like, no, I'm, you know, I'm just your doctor. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, he is so yeah. aggressive. Yes, like, what yes. the fuck is your problem? Well, and he, his proposition is like, let's go for a jog. Take off your jacket. jacket. He's oh, yeah, just like, literally trying yeah, to take, take, off, take yeah. her jacket off. It was It's very weird. uncomfortable. Yeah. And then she says to him, like, she, he's like, you seem lonely, I'm lonely, what the fuck? <laughs> yes, like, that's, yeah. like, minus gets, the fuck, that's exactly what yes, he says. Yes, it is, yeah. Uh, and he's like, she's like, you know, I, I'm married. 
And she, he's like, you're married? He's so mad. And she goes, and she says, I'm sorry. I thought someone would have told you. Why? Why would someone have told him that? That is a strange thing to expect of other people. I thought I had missed a scene. No, yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah. so strange. Uh, and he repeatedly throughout this is very aggressive. Like, yeah. in that, like, men's rights, like, I'm a nice guy. Why don't you fucking like me kind of a way? It is Un fucking and he's, and so he's our hero. Right. He's our hero. We're yeah. supposed to like him, and he is a fucking creep. Yeah. Please tell us your connection. And, and also, he's wearing these giant blue blockers. He is wearing terrible sunglasses too. the whole time. I, I I'm sorry. I spoke too early when I said it because I thought you were. Because yes, no, it's fine. All this, we can jump because around. there's also the relationship between. Because okay, the thing that ties both of these shows together is the lead character has. Oddly close relationship with his friend's dead wife. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So that's the other. So when he yeah. goes to Robin Savick, you Savick know, sounds, uh, yeah. you know, he's very huggy with her. Very like, touchy. Are they gonna fucking get together? <laughs> because he had just been rejected by the redheaded scientist. I'm yeah. like, well, is this where this is going? Yeah, right. God. So when he breaks out of this place to go exper- to go investigate his friend's death. He goes to the redheaded doctor's house. We don't know how he knows where that is, by the way. <laughs> Breaks in, sets up this weird fucking oh, TV right. camera. Cannibalizes her just, computer to do and, it. And just waits for her to show up like a serial killer. Like that's <laughs> what like Dexter. That's what BTK used to do. He would go into people's houses and wait for hours. <laughs> He's a goddamn creep. Uh <laughs> She says to him at that point when she finds him, she's like, I searched every fast food stand, country and western bar, and dive in the county or whatever. Why those places? Why country and western bar? That's it. And fast food stands? Yeah, right, yeah. Is that supposed I, I, I because he's fast? Said that you talk about all oh, the time. Oh, he mentioned it? Okay, I didn't, I didn't catch that part. But I was having that thought while she was also saying Also then, like, he goes... Okay, there's some weird... So then we find out the... <laughs> the colonel says we've got a letter from the man claiming to have killed oh God, your friend, the astronaut. Yes. He calls, calls himself, himself the astronaut killer. <laughs> fucking clever fucking naming. Of, like, come on, man. Oh. Space. Ma- like, anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. The astronaut killer. And he's like, it's some horseshit about like, you evil pilots in your evil plane. What are you babbling yeah. about? Oh, Even like God. people that deny the moon landing don't think of them as evil. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. real weird. Yeah. He then goes, he goes to the funeral of his friend's like grave or whatever. He's like, I got a, I got this moon rock for you, bud. <laughs> Where? You didn't, you didn't go to the moon. You were just in space. You are not one of the only people that go to the moon. I'm very confused. Maybe my favorite on the line way in there. this thing comes right after that, yeah, yeah. where he says uh, wistfully at his friend's grave. We danced with the meteors, Billy. <laughs> I wrote that down too. We danced with the meteors, Billy. Oh, we really did. I think he says we really did. Yeah. There's uh, some sort of... Oh, God, I wish I could remember. Because uh, the colonel, whatever, he's talking to uh, the that lady over the phone. Yeah. And he... Right before he gives her, like, government sense yeah, information. He, he turns two that, guys. He goes, hey, can we tell can, her? Can we tell her? And they're like, they just <laughs> nod, yeah. And he's like, all right, so here's a bunch of uh, super classified shit <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't involve you. Uh, so at the grave, the astronaut killer shows up, who's the big Indian. Uh, 
he poisons. He's got the gun out. And he's like, you're not, you know, you're not gonna live to whatever. Yeah. And uh, he says, hey, guy, you know, think about this. Nobody's gonna believe this is an accident. Two astronauts in a row. Also, he's gonna shoot you. It's not an accident. He's not trying to make it look like an accident. He's just, he's just gonna murder you. God, there's so many holes. In it's oh, so man. terrible. Also, this bad guy is brought into the show forty minutes. Oh in. yeah, 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 yeah. He this barely been, shows. This up. show has been happening for forty minutes, and now there's the conflict. The astronaut killer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, uh, the astronaut killer, kidnaps the doctor. Uh, wants to exchange her for fucking Jack North. Jack North uses his fucking sun brain to like kind of, but only kind of, because yeah. he goes. So he like he uses his sun brain to listen to the recording and then like realize it's basically sneakers. You ever seen the movie Sneakers? Absolutely. There's the whole thing where the guy's trapped in the fucking trunk and there's the sound yeah. recording and the deaf guy's like, okay, so what he went over hear? humps. What do you hear? Yep. Oh, that sounds like traffic. There's a bridge. Whatever. Yep. This is essentially that, but he's like, you know, we didn't. There was no traffic. There was no cars. So he's got. They've got to be inside some sort of tank or whatever. Right. Uh, but that's all he really gets from that is that they're inside. <laughs> it's the fucking scientist guy that figures everything out. Where he's like, "Well, look, the woman is saying these things, these clues." Kubla kind of he says like that she was the most hackney or like yeah. He says something like yes. he doesn't want you busting in here like Kubla Khan. And uh, the scientist is like, doesn't that seem like a little of a weird reference, like literary yeah. reference and. Oh, it's a like he's into art, so it's probably a poem. And they look up this poem, and it's here's Which the is line. on the shelf. <laughs> just, by the way, just um, right, there. right there. And here's my problem with it. He goes, the poem has a line, "Pleasure Dome" in pleasure it, like dome. inside a pleasure dome. And he goes, well, "What?" So he goes, "What would be a pleasure, pleasure dome, dome to a scientist? scientist?" And I'm like, "You know what? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes no sense. So this is going to be a good reveal. It's just an observatory. Yeah, right. now, now we know that scientists fucking, fucking jack off and fuck <laughs> inside a planetarium. <laughs> Fucking in planetariums. Uh, he goes to the planetarium where the fucking astronaut killer is waiting. They fe- uh, have a little bit of a fight. We turn it out the scientist guy. He's he's behind the whole thing. Yeah. Because his fucking drug is actually like mutating people and like their offspring or whatever. DNA will be fucked up. So who wants 10 Which more I years? I know more about that. That I'm seems like, way yeah, more interesting. That shit out? Uh, and he's like his, his buddy would never have gone along with it. So he had to kill him because of all this money. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, he, she sneaks back in because she had told her to leave. There's a whole chase scene. The one part of it that I did think was kind of effective because the whole time I'm like, "Will you just open the fucking observatory yeah, already yeah, yeah. so he can get some sun and he can fight this dude?" Right. Uh, what I thought was actually kind of effective was when she does open it. It only opens like a crack and it starts rotating, so the sun's like kind of getting closer to him while he's fighting that, yeah, the guy with good. the knife. Yeah. And I thought yeah. like there was some tension there. It was pretty good. Yeah. He gets the sun on What I don't understand is like, so he gets the sun on him and he can get strong or whatever. Right. Now the Indian guy just starts screaming like a like he's a vampire. <laughs> like the sun is hitting him and he's melting or something. Uh, and the guy kind of throws him off, off the side of the thing or whatever. I also want to address one thing. When they show up at the observatory initially to rescue the girl, she is in not a... She's, she's locked behind a door that is completely open on the top. Her head... Is poking over yeah. the top of the door. She's like in a pen. It's a bunch of yeah, just climb, and they're like, "Oh, I can't get the door open. Get me something to pry this door open." Just climb out, man. You are like a foot tall. Oh, that. Hold on one second, guys. I think that's probably a delivery. Oh, nice. Uh oh. Oh no, it's just a Amazon. You know. Uh, How we doing, sir? Amazon. Perfect. Oh shit. Right. Thank you. It's John Denver. <laughs> 
anniversary present for the lady. Don't open it. Uh oh. Nice. I'd also like to point out that she, uh, the scientist later, the doctor, uh, was able to get that thing open by virtue of physically overpowering Mason Adams <laughs> and locking him in a cage. Yeah, and he's sort of a tiny old man. Yeah. I don't get it. Ah, oh, you got me in a cage and I can't get out. Yeah. He, by the way, runs like so. She like figures out, I guess, how to open the observatory. Like I don't know how she knows how to do it. She just kind of hits a bunch of buttons yeah. and it starts to open and rotate. He runs over with the fucking <laughs> the fire signature <laughs> just starts smashing yeah. the control panel yeah. to no effect. Like right. it just keeps and then she going. Just throws him in a cage. Uh, she, she yells to the cop by the way from the top. Uh, it's Dr. Smith the whole time. He set up the whole thing with the astronaut killer so just uh, you know <laughs> Figure that out. And then she just keeps running up the stairs to try to, like, yeah. I don't know, help fucking dummy. <laughs> Who, by the way, so the whole thing is, he gets, like, when the sun gets too much, he's going to die or whatever. Right. So all that happens so is unclear. people just run up and she just covers her eyes. Like, covers she just puts the, his hands over his eyes. Yeah. Why can't he just close, do that? Or close his, his fucking, fucking eyes. Close your eyes. Yeah, yeah. Even fucking Cyclops, who, by the way, his power is way more dangerous. Right. Lasers yeah. literally shoot out of his eyes. Well, just close them when his visor breaks. Right. So, like, it's not that hard. Right. And also, when, when he's in that final red state, they did this thing where they make his head, head pulsate. Head pulsate, yeah. Yeah, so, like, this really kind of gruesome-looking special effect that's <laughs> yeah. nasty. I, I actually thought that the, the effect wasn't bad. Um, one other actor I wanted to point out, the black sort of NSA guy, that was like the two agents. Yeah. Uh, you would know him from X-Files. He's the okay. in- initial, not the smoking man, but the initial guy that like he, Fult Mulder would meet up with the X. He would draw the X on the window or whatever. Oh, yes, meet yes. Up with that guy. Oh. He was that. He's in uh, Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. Nice. Uh, and a ton of, like he's like a, you know, genre actor for a long time. Right. This was a very early role for him. Oh, um, there's this as again I want to say as a pilot what's the net like, yeah, what does he yes. do now he's going to well, 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 well they tell well here's the thing they up they do set up the pro- the premise which is that the guys upstairs need you like they figured out operation north star whenever there's a like a crazy problem that needs to be solved you will go ahead and solve it. Yeah, we'll send a guy who can barely go outside without, <laughs> right? without yeah. dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also don't you already have smart people? Like, <laughs> it's just like, like I guess the idea is supposed to be like, oh, well, you're the smartest man alive or whatever. He never proves that to be true, not once. Right? He's outsmarted by other people, and if that's all constantly. they need, he can do that from the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, barely need this guy. And here's how dumb he is, by the way. The end is them like the, him and the redheaded oh, redhead walk out of the office they climb into like a little golf cart or whatever they're yeah. going to ride off and it doesn't start and he's like hold on i got it and he like takes his sunglasses off to like <laughs> to, get use all, his to use his powers to figure out why the cart won't start and then the fucking redhead lady is like i got the key stupid that's lit- that's what you needed superpowers to figure out that there's not a key <laughs> i was and he, like it if he had looked at her and been like thumbs up like done the fucking yeah. the end like fucking john denver did <laughs> Oh, it was yeah. This like these two. We've done a couple pilots for this thing where I'm like, okay, I could kind of see that. Like not now in the era of television right. like that yes. we live in, right? But you know, at the time, yeah, I could see the Remo Williams pilot going somewhere. Or I could oh, see yeah. this fucking Rowdy Roddy Piper Jesse Ventura tag team pilot <laughs> going somewhere. Glenn Fry. We did a we did a show. Glenn Fry had a pilot. He's gonna be well. He actually, I think it did a few episodes, but 
uh, they never aired, but one, but it was, uh, he was going to be a detective in Los Angeles. It's called like Sunset Strip or whatever. Sure. There is no way either of these could possibly no. go anywhere. I don't understand did, how yeah, powerful like... John Denver was in 1988 right. that he got a goddamn pilot to air. It was yeah. on TV. And sort of doing that Elvis thing of like he stole like plays songs and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really, that was a weird time. Like, I guess there's, no, there's not really any of that anymore. That felt like a real throwback of just. Yeah, like, very much so. Like, I can't of, think of, like, I'd be like if, like, you know, I don't even know, like, like, right. who's a, like if Taylor Swift suddenly got a TV show or something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, yeah. like, a TV show where she's like, I'm a doctor or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> not who, just like, oh, who, I'm a musician. Who sings? Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Do you know what I liked about this one? You know what my favorite part about this one was? What's that? The music. I, that was, was the very, very first thing like, I wrote down. 80s sci- it's exactly what the music from uh, um, Stranger Things was trying, trying to, to be, accomplish. Yeah, yeah. That, yes, absolutely. That, very, synthy. that 80s synthy sci-fi thing. Once I heard that, I was like, okay, this is putting me exactly where, like I know where this inhabits right, pop state. culture. Yes. Yeah. Like it reminds me of Misfits of Science. Do you sure. remember that show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, oh, Courtney Cox. Like that. Yeah. yeah. No, Cox. no, it is not no, like that. It was, you know, it was a very bad It was bad a letdown. But like when that music would start up, yeah. I'd still be like, huh. like, I don't know, it made me happy. I'm like, I rem- yeah, okay. I, I feel like... Yes. Uh, because that was the very first thing you get is that music. That's yeah. Before yeah. anything happens, you just get that like vintage idea of what the future would sound like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Weird, just ele- like theremin noises and shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, love it. Uh, hey, you guys have anything to plug? What do you want to talk about? This will be out tonight or tomorrow morning. So, oh, wow. Yeah, I'm turning around fast. Oh, man. Anything? Uh, plug your Twitters, oh, plug your shows, whatever. Yeah, I guess follow me on Twitter, Mike McCray. Mike, uh, got some shows in Austin. If you're, I'll be in Houston and... Um, uh, so I should have looked like a twentieth, twenty first, or some sort of festival. I'm going to be a part of right on the secret thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secret group word. Uh, at Brian Gutman on Twitter and Instagram. I'm better on Instagram. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'll be at Cap City in a couple weeks hosting for Martha Kelly. That's gonna be fun. And uh, I've got the album called "That's How Scientists Talk" on uh, iTunes and all that stuff. And uh, I think that's the big stuff for me right now. Do that. Uh, yeah. At Chris Cubis on all the stuff. Uh, at Cancel Pod on Twitter. Uh, if you like the show, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That definitely helps us. The next series that we will be doing for this show is NBC's Kings. Does anybody remember Kings? It came out early 2000s. Okay. It was uh, a weird, high-concept fucking show for NBC. Uh, Ian McShane is in it and like a bunch of like, great actors and it's set in a world as like a kind of an alternate reality where there's like monarchs and all this weird stuff. It, it's I remember very much enjoying it. I haven't watched it since. Yeah. You can literally watch all of it on NBC.com. It's also on YouTube. So it's all up on the wow. internet for free. Uh, so watch along with that. Next week we're going to come out with episodes one and two of that. And uh, do I have what else? To, oh, tomorrow night is the Dudley and Bob 25th anniversary. I think there's a couple tickets left maybe for that. I'll be on that too. Mike's on that as well. It's going to be super fun. So it's a Paramount in Austin. If you're around, go to that. Uh, uh, I am doing Drunk versus Stone versus Sober for their anniversary show on the 24th. So that'll be fun. Which one are you doing? Uh, drunk. 
And uh, I'm sure I'll have more shit to plug next week. But that's it. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, man. This is super fun. And uh, we'll see you next week. There are those who can live with the things they don't believe in. They are giving up their lives for something that is less than it can be. Some have longed for a home in a place of inspiration. Some will fill the emptiness inside by giving it all to the things that they believe. They believe. Maybe it's just a dream in me. Maybe it's just my style Maybe it's just the freedom that I found The given the possibility Of living up to the dream in me You know